When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. gentlemen welcome to the Battlefield Podcast Bears Corner in the midst of a shite bag winter break um, the knee fit bar and we're all bored and whatever but still we're here it's the same old theme tune in a brand new year but nobody wants to get rid of that theme tune do they really Paul didn't you know it's a better oh, it is who's it, who's it by again go on tell them it's by St Phoenix they wrote sung it expertly excellent brilliant fantastic we just need to know how to release it because we've been given permission by St Phoenix to release it so if yeah, there's any do. music producers out there who can help us with this we'd be delighted yeah we, we, they, they, they kindly gave that to us so we thank them for that if they do know a signed band hang on a yes. minute if they know a signed yes. band yes, yes so surely, surely if anybody knows 
a music producer. But I think there's a conflict there. I don't think they can, although they don't hide the Rangers supporters, I just I don't know if we can date through their record labels, what I'm saying. So if we can try and get it out through somebody else, some charity type thing, then that'd be great. If yeah, there's, there's a clause or something, something to do with quantum anomalies and shifts in the space-time continuum, which means they can't do it. I don't, I don't know. I can't. I'm not gonna you just seen it. big fucking space watch uh, now? Aye. It must be his thing. It must be his new thing because he said it to me on Facebook today. He, he, put, the, he put this post up and I replied and he said the same, the same thing. So he's watched a film or he's been watching the Discovery Channel and he's heard a word. Because for a while, for a while, the word was alluded. Mind, he kept on saying alluded. You know, as Scott alluded to, as Snags alluded to. So this is it's obviously for a new word. But you know, we welcome it. We welcome it. I've been saying it for years. Been saying it for years, but you've just not kept not kept your ears open. I don't listen. I don't listen. Exactly. Barely. See what I've got to work with, folks. Before we go any further, I'm actually going to put this comment on the screen because. Barney <laughs> is here, and if I had the applause thing, but I don't, then I would be playing it. Anyway. <laughs> Can we just go, just, just, just go, go boo instead? <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year to all the viewers, all the guys on the pod as well, but all the viewers um, who, are, who are watching and listening and whatever, catching up on this, whatever it may be. Um, joining me this evening, as you've already heard, Paul Sees. How are we doing, mate? Did you have a good New Year, good Christmas? I've not seen you in a wee while. No, thank you very much, and happy new year to yourself and the rest of the team and to everybody watching as well. And yes, I did have a, a good Christmas New Year. Um, it was very quiet, um, just spent it with some family. And uh, New Year's pretty much spent um, just in the house, um, getting drunk, watching a bit of Jules Holland, you know, as you do. I don't really go in for New Year, I'm a bit old for that now. Yeah, so just, it was, it was nice. It was, it was nice. Oh, New Year closer than it was, wasn't it? Well, I, I mean, I, I, do you know, I sat, I sat there and thought to myself, you know, well, we've got 20 to go, and I could be that could be, could be gone by that point. And you'll still be on the pod, mate, so don't worry about it. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah. longevity. There'll be this decomposing corpse sitting here, and you're going, well, the season has go. A bit will fall off, and that'll be me. Apply it. the blind. <laughs> Below, Paul at Seas, and I'm not meaning that in any sort of weird way. <laughs> the main man himself, Baz Bowski. There's a lot of people asking why you're not on Twitter and where are you on Twitter? We know you're I'm just having taking a, wee, a break. Having a week, do you know what? I'm having a wee social media break, and it was supposed to be for like a week, and it turned into two weeks, and then I've just no bothered mask and back. But don't worry, folks, I'll be back at some point, so fear not. Uh, in fact, I think my, do you know when you deactivate your account and you've got a month, don't you? Before it goes entirely, so I think that's about the twelfth or something. So we'll probably see you before then. But uh, my new year wasn't quite as exciting as Paul's. I was just kind of full of crystal meth, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just in this morning. I just get him this morning. So I it's pretty good. Happy New Year to everybody. Thanks for coming around. Oh, time so for the pod, mate. <laughs> Punctual and time for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Joining us as well as the Rangers reviews, Derek Clark. Derek, it's always a pleasure to see you, mate. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Happy New Year, boys. Uh, good to be back on. Um, it's been a long time. Um, I can't remember the last time I was on, actually. I think, I think the live show was the last time I've seen live. you, boys. So, yeah. uh, I'll be well. Aye. Um, Aye. So, uh, good to be back talking Rangers. Would you make it a live show, mate? It was good, wasn't it? Uh, it was class. Absolutely brilliant, yep. Uh, really enjoyed it. I think everyone there... 
enjoyed themselves as well, didn't they? Um, yeah. I think a good time was had by all. So, yeah, massive success, I think. Yeah, definitely, man. It was excellent. Um, and don't forget the next one we've announced. is 20th of May in the Urban Hotel, Glasgow, which is just along from Ibrooks, Um And you'll... That should be a good night. We're planning maybe mm. to have food involved in this one. Maybe it would be tables rather than... You know, so it might be a big night, maybe a big night. Two years of the podcast, we need to pull out all the stops. So we do. So, yes. Second birthday. Aha, uh-huh. Gio will be there. Probably just that one, though, no, the real one, but he'll be there. Um, so, aye, it'll be quite good. It'll be quite good. Um, <laughs> by the way, it's been a busy week, although there's no any football on because somebody shot themselves. Um, it's been quite a busy week. <laughs> been quite a busy week for the Angels. Um, we have completed. <laughs> The, the record sale of a, of a Rangers player and academy graduate. That's two academy graduates and Alan Hutton and Nathan Patterson, both right-backs who have went and, and broke a transfer record, um, which is amazing for Nathan and amazing for the club. And we will get to that. We're also going to get to the signing of James Sands. And before the comment gets uh, before the comment section gets absolutely like, blasted with jokes about the fact we've signed somebody called Sands, just don't. <laughs> Twitter, I'm sick of reading them on Twitter now. It's brutal, man, right? Just leave it. Right? Um, we'll also talk about what, what plans for the rest of the transfer window, where we think we will strengthen, where maybe we'll see another couple go. We don't know. Um, and obviously, anything that you guys want to, want to get involved with, please put it in the chat or DM the pod. Whatever way you can contact the pod, let us know your thoughts. Um, and, and, and ask us questions and if, if we can answer them or put them to the rest of the guys then then we'll do that before we move on I just want to say thanks to uh, G4 Claims and KJG Printing for all their, 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 their help and their support for the podcast um, they really do help us a lot um, and we couldn't we probably couldn't do it without them to be fair so thank you very much for that and also if you're watching this right now and you're watching on YouTube and you have no subscribed to our YouTube channel, go and subscribe to it please because it helps the pod grow it helps us to I don't know, bring you more content as well we need to look at the Patreon this year, we're having discussions with the team about what we're going to add, There's two or three wee ideas of what we're going to add to the Patreon so if you want to join that up and help us support the Rangers Furniture's Benevolent Club Right Corporate spiel is done <laughs> Corporate Kane is gone. <laughs> now we move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul sees Nathan McIntyre. Ma- Nathan McIntyre. Nathan McIntyre. Nathan McIntyre. Who's Nathan McIntyre? I was thinking. Is that Drew's people? Is that Drew's people? I was half wrestling green, half Rangers green. Came up with Nathan McIntyre. And what a player that would be, by the way. He's very handsome. Very handsome. Slide tackles with a Claymore. That'll do. That'll do me. That'll do me. Paul's learning. He's 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 I had, I had a great discussion with uh, old Jason Reed at the not old Jason Reed, but Jason Reed at the uh, the live show. Yeah, we 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 we, we done some stuff back and forth. It's all right. What's he caught in camera? Don't worry. Um, Calvin, actually, before we go, on, Calvin saying there's no sound. It's maybe you, Calvin. I think everybody else has got sound. <laughs> Hello, you want to hear that, Calvin? Really? <laughs> we may as well call Calvin names. Call him names if you can't hear us. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> and there's I'm getting slaughtered. What about Big Drew Patterson? I'm getting slaughtered already. There you right. go. Uh, it's good to be back, I tell you. <laughs> Nathan Patterson, Paul, it sees. Record deal for the club. We are getting five million up front and a further 12 million and 50 pences for now until the end of time. If you listen to some sources. However, in yeah. the real world, we believe it's closer to 12 million pounds with add-ons which could rise to £16 million. What's your thoughts on that, mate? Obviously, a good, a huge prospect for our club. He's not played as much as he wants to, to play, obviously, Nathan, but I think that's due yeah. to the, the performances of the captain and the, and the former James have. So, huge deal for the club, though. Yeah, I think, on a personal level, I was quite disappointed to see the boy go. I mean, he's got a massive potential, huge talent. And people were saying, oh, you know, if, if he keeps going the trajectory the way he's going, he's potentially a future Rangers captain. And that's, uh, however, business head on, you know, I mean, his position, his natural position is behind Tav. Tav's numbers are off the scale. He's club captain. Still got another couple of years in him. It just it makes perfect business sense. You know what I mean? The, the, he's come through the academy. We're getting all that money for them. I say 12 million up front. Um Approximately 12 minutes. I've seen 11, 11. 5, 12. Doesn't make any difference, you know, splitting hairs here. Um, we're getting a, a vast amount of money up front, plus possible another 4, 4.5 in add ons. Total 16 million. Total, it's, it's absolute business sense. He uh, clearly wanted to go and play first team football and bet himself uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a big league. And that's absolutely fine. You can't, you can't, you can't knock the boy for that. You can, it shows the fact that he's very willing and keen to get down there and do that. It shows he has complete faith in his own abilities. I would rather he went off and done that and then maybe comes back to his, at some point in his career, maybe, maybe, maybe near the tail end. You never know. But if there's a good sell-on clause, I, I, I don't know what I read. I read somewhere, something like between 15 and 20. Derek might know better. You might be more in, in tune. If the boy, they're already saying that if he plays a, a good season and a bit, if he hits the ground running and plays a good series in a bit, I'm not saying the guy could be worth 40 million. No, I don't know if that's true or not. This is just hypothetical uh, media speak from down you're seeing down south. But if that is the case, and they say there's a 20 percent selling clause, for goodness sake, that's, that's that's eight million quid towards us. You know, you just you can't knock that. And I think reading his statement yesterday, it was quite it was quite sad in a way, but at the same time, you, you see what the club means to the boy. And I think in his head he knows that. He's served, he served his time with us, and by going, he's going, to, he's going to better himself and it's going to better the club because he's bringing a massive transfer fee in to help the club that he loves. So it's, I think it's win-win all around. I'm disappointed, but at the same time, it does make business sense. What I would say, Baz, as well, is John Joe Kenny was getting a start for Everton just a couple of years ago. John Joe Kenny, who scored an own goal at Ibrox, you know what I mean, who was a very, very poor loan signing for them during their biggest year. I think Nathan will start doing there. And what the Rangers board are doing, they now are singing the old Winston tune for still game, aren't they? I'm in the money. That's what they're getting at. They're getting, they're getting at all that, man. Because they're, let's face it, this is a player trading model kicking in. It's yep. kicking in with somebody who isn't in our first team regularly, right? So you could argue this does not weaken the Rangers' first team. It weakens the squad because we don't have somebody there. He's played at left back, the boy. He's played at right back. And he's been excellent in both positions. He will be a loss. But unfortunately, that's the way we need to look at Rangers now is that we sell the talent to the clubs in England and we make big profit on them. Uh, I, I mean, before uh, Johnny Patterson and Jay Gallagher stuck us in, by the way. Uh, 
know what's that? Do you know what I mean? You see that? Stop it, drinking, lads. Cheers, man. Uh, do you know what? It's a great bit of business. It is, as Paul said, uh, for about 20 minutes there, you know, the, the boys get some money. <laughs> <laughs> the, boy, the boys get a lot of potential. And I just think it's a smart bit of business. The money's good, and we're not really in a position to knock back numbers like that. Can you consider over the past couple of seasons, you know, some of the players have been bringing in uh, at the tail end of their career, or, you know, signings that didn't quite work out, and we've just released them for their contract. You know, like uh, Benya, for example, uh, you know, all these sort of big Bruno, all these guys, you know, guys that were bringing in at the tail end of their career. And, you know, it's just been a waste of money. So it's actually good to see he's get a return for a, for a player coming up through our academy. So it's it's hard to knock back uh, that sort of money. So, you know, we wish him well, but I, I, I loved his, his statement that he released. Uh, I thought that was a, a very nice touch as well. P.S. We are the people. That was the only bit he probably oh. done. <laughs> I, I, his agent done the rest and he gave it to Nathan to look on. He had the viral, didn't he? he P.S. I, I, we are the people. <laughs> You, you, should, you, should get into, you should get in Twitter and argue his agent then. <laughs> what did he use, Derek? Something characters, strange characters or something like that. We all know who he means, really, don't we? You get you get your fair share of them on your Twitter, mate. Yeah, absolutely. God, I know, I know, know all about it. Um, it's been crazy the last uh, last uh, few days, isn't it? It's just uh, defies belief. What goes, what goes through the minds of people to investigate? Transfer fees and make up just daft stories. And it's, it's hard, it's hard to, for a reasoned mind to think why you would do that, but um, yeah, bonkers. Mental, mate, it's mental. Um, Derek, what's your thoughts now? Obviously, you're down south. Um, how's it been received down there? Because I've seen a lot of ever. I mean, I've seen a guy on TikTok, an Everton fan, saying this is what we've signed, and it's that video of Nathan when he was younger doing this silly dancing in his bird's room or something like that. <laughs> um, and he did say, "What is it we've signed? What's happened, to Everton?" And I'm like, "Listen, you'll no regret signing that boy. That's for sure." But, um, again, the old defence, one of our own, jump in there. But how's it been received down there? And what's your thoughts on the deal? Well, that I, I seen that video. I think yesterday or the day before for the first time as well. It was, uh, but yeah, that, that that's the sort of comments you're getting down. I mean, I don't speak to many Everton fans, but as soon as, as soon as they made the two bids in the summer, you felt that were, there was always a notion they were going to come back in for them. I think the fans down here, you know what they're like with the, the Scottish football, that they've got absolutely zero interest in uh, in the Scottish game. Uh, they may pay attention if uh, Rangers and Celtic are playing or they're playing in Europe, perhaps. Um, but apart from that, it's, it's Premier League is king and anything out with that they don't really pay much attention unless you're actually into your football and you, you've got a bit of knowledge about you but um yeah like you say scott they'll soon realize how good a player he is uh he walks straight into the team for me i've seen them at uh leeds at the start of the season um seamus coleman's been playing there his legs are are gone he's finished um so patterson walks straight into that team i know he says he'll seen his interview with everton and saying that he'll he'll learn from seamus and, and hopefully Battle for that for that for that right uh, back place, but for me, come straight straight in. He, he's just night night and day. He's just better than Seamus Coleman. Uh, maybe how long ten is, years ago. But, Derek, um, how long has Seamus Coleman been there? Ages. Because I remember he was there like Jack Yelka and Baines. You know, these guys. I mean, yeah, that must have been a good thirty year ago. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was crossing into Andy Gray, mate, years ago. Was he? Oh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Amakachi up front. 
Um, so uh, it's crazy. So uh, yes, Seamus Coleman, step aside, son. Your, your time at Goodison is done, I think. Yep. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him playing in the, in the in the Premier League. I think he'll he'll tear it up down here. Um, so what what you're saying is that the Rangers are going to go in again and not Celtic out of the road and just take that spot again. That's that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Let's face it, he's never had his desire. He's a Celtic fan, so there you go. That's it. Um, <laughs> the only thing with Nathan is obviously they're about to. Well, I don't think it'll be long, and they'll be changing their manager unless they change unless their form goes in that trajectory. So. You know, with Rafa Benitez coping on a sugarly peg, I suppose good players will still play no matter where the manager is, and any new manager's got a lot of fancy playing Nathan Patterson when they see him up close. Um, how do we think, for, for Nathan, um, do we think, he'll, obviously there's parallels drawn with Alan Hutton, right, and where the, the, the Alan Hutton comparisons end. I don't know if you read the bit on Alan Hutton this week. Alan was saying about how he actually dingied the plane, the private jet for Daniel Levy because he didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. So he wasn't actually wanting to leave. So um, that's kind of, you know, Nathan is is keen to make this move, as, as many people have said in the chat. I think it was Jay that said that, that how much is his wages going to be going up by? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be mental, right, for the kid. So you can't blame him for that. It is a money-orientated game now. And if you're wanting to earn money, the place to earn it is the English Premier League. might not necessarily be the best league in the world, but it's the richest league in the world. And that's where you're going to earn your cash. Paul, how do we see him doing? Alan Hutton obviously won a trophy with Spurs down there. And then um, once he left Spurs, he went to Villa and became a a pretty crystal what if you like for Aston Villa mm. how do you see Nathan coping down there do you think I, I, it sounds silly to say exceeding Alan Hutton because <sighs> he only won one trophy but how do you see him going in comparison with Alan yeah I think um, you, see, you can't you can, you can, there's, there's parallels and comparisons but there's not really in many respects I don't think I don't think I don't mean any disrespect to anybody, maybe everyone needs to be watching or even perhaps himself, but I don't, I don't think Everton are going to be in, in the hunt for trophies. I know they said he's here to win trophies because they all say that anyway. But I, I, I don't think it's currently Everton are nowhere, nowhere near winning a trophy um, unless, unless the, tra- the trajectory continues and they end up coming back up again at the end of, in the next season. Um, um, I think he'll have to move on to win a trophy, and I don't think he'll be Everton for. Too long, maybe a couple of seasons, and then yeah, I think he'll be snapped up. Because as 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 we alluded to, I mean, the guy's like he's an immediate starter. Um, he's head and shoulders above anything Everton have got just now. Um, I mean, he's playing really well for Scotland. So yeah, I, I, it's hard. It's hard to put comparisons like because the thing is, Hutton was our first choice uh, starting right back. You know what I mean? Patterson isn't. So there is the only real comparison you have, I suppose, is he's Scottish. He's a right back. And he's moving to the EPL for a, for a transfer fee. Apart from that, maybe the maybe the, the style of play, you know, something holding forward. Um, apart from that, there's, there's, I, I, it's, it's difficult to compare them. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, I can see I can see Patterson having a better career uh, in England than, than Hutton did, and I can see him being more successful, providing he does move on from Everton at some point. Unless, of course, Everton somehow build this wonderfully gifted team round about Patterson. But I can't see that happening because they are. I'm right here to say, Derek, that they are constrained by uh, finances. Uh, the financial. Oh, get to the point, Paul. Get to the point. <laughs> Shut up. up. Financial, financial, financial fair play rules and the, and the fact that they build a new stadium. Am I correct? Yes, that's right. Yes. Thank you. He's a fucking blairer than he is. 
This podcast is nearly about you, mate. Evidently not. Evidently not. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm glad that actually happened there because Nancy just said in the group chat we all looked depressed. So that was a big smiley bit there that you'll see in the next couple of times. Hi, Nancy. Um, <laughs> Love you, buddy. I'm happy but to hear. But as you know what's, you know what's strange here, mate, is that we've, there's a Rangers, um, you know, player that's not starting, he's not only starting 11 every week, who's going and going to walk into a Premiership club starting 11 and play every week. How fucking mental is that? <laughs> do, you know, do you know, it's brilliant, but my biggest concern about the boy, he's a blue nose. He's, you know, he's grew up a blue nose, that's all he knows. Uh, and he's always going to be a blue nose. My biggest concern is he's going to need to walk out to a song that that mob play. Everton, Everton play the yeah. same song. But uh, Zed cars. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna struggle with that. I think he's gonna struggle. <laughs> he is, mate. He is. And also for for Nathan, it's a kind of Scott. It's a kind of um, the end thing at the minute. Derek doing south to have a Scottish fullback, <laughs> and they're pretty good when you think about it. So um, yeah, I suppose he's going at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. The thing with Everton, I know you talked about Rafa. He needs to have a good have a good window and uh, needs to see an upturn in results because Everton fans are not on board with Benitez and uh, for the obvious reasons. And the results haven't uh, uh, shown an improvement recently either. Um, a lot of them want him out. Uh, I know they've brought the a boy for Ukraine. They've brought in as well. So um, they brought those two players in. So they'll need to hit the ground running. Um, but listen, that right hand side is sorted now for Everton, and like I say, I'm excited to see him bombing up and down there. I think he'll do really well, and like Paul says, I think he'll be there maybe a couple of seasons before the the big hitters start come calling. And it wouldn't surprise me. I think I've said in here, or I've said previously that I could see him going for uh, really big money. Uh, his next move, um, I think, very much it'll be like a not a parachute club, but it's, it's like a, a bridging club up to the. One of the, the super clubs, if he does well, I think he'll go on. I think that's where Hutton maybe didn't uh, improve, improve. When he went to Spurs, you're thinking, okay, he'll do well there and then maybe go to a Man United or something. But he never really, he never really kicked on, didn't he? He went to Villa and then um, his career sort of dwindled away after that. But um, yeah, with Patterson, the, the potential is there for all to see. I think um, he'll, he'll do really well for Everton. Whether Everton do well as a... As a it's a different story. Um, I know Patterson's and he's saying he's here to win trophies. He's not winning trophies at Everton unless it's pre-season numbers or anything like that. But um, yeah, he'll do. It. I think he'll. I think he'll out, outshine Everton. To be honest with you, and he'll, he'll be away. But um, I think it's a it's a good bit of business for all. Good for Rangers. Good for Everton because they've got a, a promising young talent, and it's a, a decent amount of money down south. Sixteen million pounds in the, in the grand scheme of things is chicken feed. Um, so it's not a massive outlay for them, um, and they'll get a return on that. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I suppose, Baz. The other side of that, mate, is you've, you've got to look at our future and the fact that Ross Hodgson's mm-hmm. been able to put in a sell-on clause, etc., into the into the deal, um, and the chance for the deal to, you know, the, the money that Rangers receive to, to be going up is incredible, you know, and. and like I said, that player trading model is now starting to kick in, and we're starting to see the fruits here. And he'll not be the fir- he'll not be, he's not the first, or he is the first under this this sort of squad, if you like, in, in the way that we're operating. But he won't be the last to go um, 
for this kind of deal, if you like, it's just as long as it suits Rangers. Um, but I think in this case it does. So how would you see that, mate, about, about Ross Wilson? How would you assess the way he's dealt with this? Because this is his first big test. Obviously, he's brought a lot of players to the club that we would all agree have been decent players. They delivered 55. He's been a great addition to our boardroom. This I is the side now that he's going to be judged, mate, isn't it? I think he's done a great job since he came in. Uh, who was the, the previous fella? Was it Mark, Mark Allen or something? Mark Allen, aye. I mean, I mean, at the time we thought he was doing a good job and, you know, uh, Ross has come in and, and sort of blew him at the water a wee bit. I think, remember, did he start at Falkirk and then went down south? Was it Southampton? He, he was at, and since he's come up, I think he's done a, a really good job. And like we were touching on earlier, or I was touching on earlier, we were bringing in a lot of players and there was there was absolutely no nee, nee chance of getting a return on these players. And, you know, it was hemorrhage and money. And I think now, you know, the players that were signing... And, you know, obviously, we've got players coming up through the youth. It's a, it's a much better system. And I think um, Nathan Patterson, this is this is going to be such motivation for a lot of the youngsters as well that, that are seeing him, that, you know, the path that he's taken. And it, it kind of shows the youngsters, by the way, there's a chance you work hard to put the graft in. There's, there's an opportunity. So, I, I think it's I think we're doing well. I think it's all good. Just laughing at you. Albert says, got to see Barisic is away for a multi-pack of Monster Munch and a bag of cans. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I know, tell me about it. Um, and our very own Tio, right, he <coughs> comes in here, we also sets a precedent now that we no longer sell on the cheap, the bar has been set now, which brings us to the next point, right, in the player trading side. If our backup right-back goes for 16 million, what does Glenn Kamara, our star midfielder, Alfredo Morelos, our star striker, what do they go for? Do you know what I mean? Because you look at their numbers, you look at their performances last season, this season, and before, even though we didn't win it, and they were still progressing in the side. In Europe, they're doing it. You know what I mean? We can, we could for us. So you can't turn around and say that they're no worth whatever money some big English club would want to come in and pay for them. Newcastle, that's the one we need to draw in. We can draw in Newcastle for somebody. We can, we can smash them for other worth, man. Get some Saudi oil money in the club. Right? Um, no, do, you, do you know, in all seriousness, what you, you're actually right what you say. And I think that's part, part of the reason why you've got all these mentalists on social media saying, ah, it's only actually really four and a half million. Look, there's a thing. No, that's fantasy league, mate. Um, because they are they are crushed. They are crushed that our right our our second choice right back has went for a club record fee because for years and years and years, mental uh, mental uh, bloggers have been spoon feeding them lies to such the degree that they now believe that is actual fact and everything that's actual fact is that it's really fantasy. That their heads are warped with the whole thing and they just can't get their heads around it, and so they will believe anything and make up shit to try and feed their own fantasies, and that's that's the reality in social media just now. Totally, totally. Derek, does that know what, what Gio says? It sets a, a bar, it sets a, a precedent, if you like, that we can say to people, well, actually, a backup <clears throat> right back did just go for 16 million. So you're trying to take our number one striker who scored however many goals and however many appearances in his Rangers career. You, can, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, and credit must go to Ross Wilson for um, getting that much money in for him. I know. In the summer, I remember Gerard laughed at when he was asked about um, Everton's bid, was it five million? And he sort of laughed at it when he was up at Ross County. I always knew they were going to come back in. And, and fair play to Rangers because often, not just Rangers, but clubs in Scotland generally uh, undervalue their players and sell them on the cheap. Um, there's a couple of St. Johnson boys that left uh, in the summer there for um, for 
next to nothing, basically, and they should have got a bit more for them. Um, but players in the main go, uh, especially down south, for, for uh, less than what they should be going for. So, especially for Rangers, Ross, this, hopefully this is a, a sign of things to come. Um, where, and like you say, you get players like Kamara. Aribo's another one where there's a lot of noise around him. Um, I don't know what, what figures you'd, you'd put a price on, on Joe Aribo, but at the end of the day, these players, you'd imagine the likes of Kamara, Aribo, Morelos, they want to play in the, in the Premier League. Um, you'd imagine if a, a offers came in, maybe £20 million plus, um, it might be something that the club might uh, might look at uh, and the players might fancy it as well. But certainly it's, it's a good starting point. And Patterson going, I know everyone's mentioned it, but it doesn't weaken the the first 11. So um, in terms of getting the player trading model going, it's certainly a, a, an ideal player that you would let go uh, at this point. But um, I expect one or two more to leave uh, before January's out. I just think the players, uh, there's a lot of noise like I've mentioned around players. You said uh, Newcastle, I think uh, there were reports that into sniffing about Morelos, certainly, which, uh, but in a way that's good to see clubs starting to uh, show an interest in Morelos again because uh, a few... Well, before uh, Van Bronckhorst took over, he was uh, so far away from his best, it defies belief. So um, it's great to see him back banging the goals in and, and seeing clubs uh, reportedly keen on him again. So, yeah, yeah, but it's a, a good sign going forward. The, uh, the the Newcastle thing was actually, that was uh, Super Scoreboard and it was a fake, it was a, it was a parody a Twitter account that a lot of people CBS also reported. Yeah, it was it was um, it was twenty eight million. That was a that was a false one. But there has been a, there has been other reported things about Morelos and, and various bits of press. Um, and I, I read a thing today. Um, I think it was on Four Lads or something like that, and saying that Hart and Hand had been told officially by the club that there's been no contact from any club about Morelos at all. Nobody's even shown an interest, and and the club are quite happy about that, and they want to keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Baz, Baz, see what I say on Nathan. Does that mean then that, in your opinion, that we don't that we're not under pressure now to sell another player? You know, we can we can take time and we can try and secure fifty six, and then look in the summer and maybe say right, with the Champions League money coming in, hopefully, and whatever fee we get for a player, we can reinvest. I mean, I don't know how much money uh, Gio is going to get in terms of you know how much of this sixteen million or uh, twelve million or whatever it is for Nathan Patterson. How much did we get for as, as what uh, when Gerard went? What was the what was the fee there? Was it four, five, four, four, five? Four, four, five? I think it was around about so, five, yeah. So potentially you get twenty million already coming into the club. My my concern is players can out because I mean it's all very well sitting here and saying, you know, Morelos should be going, you know, if Dembele went for twenty million, you know. Morelos should be going for 30 million. Joe Aribo should be going for 30 million or whatever. That's great. Glenn Kamara, mm. 20 million or whatever. Whatever price you want to put on these players, uh, Ryan Kent. The, the, the thing is, though, our business is, is winning football titles. It's all very well having all these players that are worth a fortune. No point in selling them all and then we're, we're not winning anything. So I'm, I'm a wee bit, I'm more concerned about our, our big hitters, you know, going out. But I don't think there's going to be that much movement in January. January's really strengthening. Uh, your team, it's not really so much building it, so you know, my, my, my concern is, is losing my big players in January, but I don't, I, I don't think it's going to happen if I'm honest. Yeah, January, pre contract, you know what? I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I, I can't even remember what you asked me. 
that's pretty evident from your, from your waffle. You see, I was too kind to go, just fucking get to the point, Baz. You know, because I'm not... I, I, I only, I'm I only not took like a minute to date, though. I only took a minute to date. I didn't take no, 20 no, minutes no, to date. No, no. See, I, I'm thoughtful and calculated, Baz. That's my, that's my thing. I'm thoughtful. Very calculated. Calculating about 20 minutes. Do you think, do you know something? I'm actually... It's a patron show, by the way, Baz. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. That's a brilliant idea. A patron show, you and me... You and I just doing this in Patreon listen, for half an hour. Listen, mate, you were talking for shut 20 up. minutes and you shut get called out. Shut, up. shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't go in a huff. Listen, mate, you've had a glass of wine and now you want to batter everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had a bottle of wine and now I'm on the beer. So, <laughs> but, it's bad. It's bad. Why are you drinking beer out of a glass like that and why is it that colour? Because it's it's dark beer. It's Ruby oh, Beer. I'll leave, it, I'll leave it there. As Baz says, as Baz says, it's about trying to add to our side as well. And the club have also done that this week with the signing of James Sands um, from New York City on loan for 18 months with, <laughs> with, with an exclusive option to buy. Right? Now, I've had a wee spiel here wrote from a guy on Twitter called Dylan Walsh, who is a journalist for HITC Sport. Um, apparently Arsenal ruined his life, so he must be an Arsenal fan, and he's a fan of the MLS and Cheesecake. And I asked him his thoughts, given that he's a fan of the MLS, and if he'd seen any of James Sands. And this is what he sent me. Excellent prospect and a really interesting addition to Rangers. Versatile in midfield and defence, and already a full international with the US. The fact NYCFC fought to keep him over Gio Reyna um, in the academy speaks for his talents. I think Rangers have landed themselves a bargain, and if he can toughen up, he'll be a bro- he'll be brilliant in the midfield and the defence. An interesting signing, James Sands, um, Derek, and I'm not going to say that I'm an expert in MLS football or New York City because I don't really watch them because I think their manager likes to strip in front of kids and women when he's not been asked to. So, well, it does. Does he know? Does he know? I mean, he likes to strip when he's no been asked to, right? And, and to be quite honest with you, I don't like that sort of thing because I don't think anybody should be subjected to that. Un- un- unlike yourself, eh, mate? Unless, <laughs> unless they go to certain clubs and pay for that sort of stuff, I don't think we should be subjected to it at the football. However, he likes to it. That's his problem, right? So, do we know anything that James Sands, mate? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm just going in what um, I mean. We've done scouting reports on them on, uh, on the Rangers review site, and uh, we look in depth at the sort of attributes and all that sort of thing. You can play as a centre back. You can play as a uh, holding defensive midfielder. There's talk he could be uh, the here to Glenn Kamara if he were to leave at some point. Uh, he could be his uh, successor if you like. Um, a lot of people are saying he's like a utility player. He can play anyway, but in, in any position. Uh, but I think he's more than that. I think, I mean, Matt Polster, a lot of people was drawing similarities between Matt Polster and him. I think they're totally different uh, players in that respect. I mean, for a start, uh, Sands has already represented the US national team, which is no mean feat. Um, and he comes, uh, like you say, highly highly regarded for, from his time in, in America. So uh, proof will be in the pudding. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Of course, Scottish football is unlike anything else, especially the, the MLS. So, uh, I can't say I know too much about him, but he comes with a, a decent pedigree, um, and I'm interested to see how, how how he gets on. I think the fact they can play at the back is 
is good because I think Rangers are pretty light there. I know uh, there's talk of John Sewer, which we might speak about, but um, I think Sands coming in there, uh, I think is a, a, a good uh, a good acquisition. I would say. Policies, James Sands, right? Now we know we're going to get the whole shite every week on Twitter and social media about his name and stuff and. I'm not ready for it because as we a beer on the podcast, I don't like that fucking sort of shit going on. But um, but that's just the way it goes. Um, so James Sands, what are you expecting, mate? You're trying to find me bits and bobs, as Derek said on the Rangers review there. We've been reading me bits on him for, for there. He seems very versatile, as, as um, Dylan said there that I read out. Um, so for me, what I've noticed the difference under Geo is is Kamara likes to split the centre halves a lot when there's kind of like balls coming towards us. And I think Joshua actually touched on this, Joshua Barry in the Rangers review. I think that's where James Sands will slot in. I just wonder, Paul, if it allows Kamara to maybe, can Kamara go forward one then? Can Kamara go into that next kind of centre midfield role and and allow James Sands to be the the holding midfielder? Or do we think that's Kamara's best position? Um, I'm unclear on that because I think Kamara's been excellent since since Gio came in, moving back into that. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to say because we I've never seen James Sands play. Um, so I couldn't, I, I genuinely can't give you an open and honest answer on this. Um, if that's his best position, then obviously Gio's got an eye on, we may be, may be losing Kamara at some point. He's maybe expecting some bids to come in. Or maybe he's just hedging his bets with, you know, he can, he's very versatile, as I said. He can play centre-back, he can play right-back, and he can play centre-holding midfielder. Um, I don't think Kamara plays better further forward because I think Arfield's better in that position. I think we've seen Kamara in that in that role uh, previously, and because he's a natural sort of almost like a natural sort of setting holder, uh, holding midfielder, it kind of slows play down too much for my liking in that position. So I, I don't see him playing further forward than he has. I think Kamara is playing his natural position just now. It's working very well, but I think Gio's got maybe one one eye on the future, um, and also a bit of versatility. I think we'll see that Sands play at some point. Uh, he will he will get some starts. Um, maybe against, and I don't mean to disrespect to people to, to, to teams like St Johnson and um, St Mary and stuff like that. Still an I mean, Albion. Yeah, he's not. But yeah, just I mean, but, but these are, these are teams that we're you know that the the will have we'll have more the bulk of the possession and we'll be expected to drive forward and not have so much an attacking threat against us because they're set up defensively. And so we'll see him play against against them to get better at the team and our style of playing. Um, but no, I think. I've seen a couple of comments. I've been trying to read the comments. Some say I've seen he's, he's, he's a set of holding midfielder. He's better positions there. He plays a set of back to the US team. He's better there. It's difficult to judge. I can't really say until I see a guy play. I did try to find some stuff on late today in the limited time I had um, between finishing work and coming on here. Um, but I couldn't really see very much to sort of to form a decent opinion. I'm really sorry. But that's just, I'm just not, it's not an answer. American, right? He's American. And we've just mentioned still an Albion in the same sentence. Now, here's a quiz question for you, Popsies. Still an Albion and an American. What's significant about that in the same sentence? Still an Albion. Yes, I'll give you a while to think about it. Some of the viewers might know. Still an Albion, okay, and an American. Doesn't he he need to be a football player? Could be anything. Could just be an American citizen. However, there is a link there, a substantial link, which people will just be blown away by with a story that follows it. I know, I know one about Ronaldo, but not one about America. But bigger than Ronaldo, mate. Much bigger. Much bigger. There you go. Right. 
But as Peter Dunbar has kindly, as we must be watching, and as we're talking about um, James Sands, Peter has the access to all the statistics and he has sent me them. He does. He's, he's the man, right? And he says that he's played 30 matches for New York City. Um, average minutes per game has been 88, so he's played four matches. Um, <clears throat> he's passed, has touches per game, 68.4, um, with 0.3 key passes per game. But his passing accuracy is up, is up at 88%. So it tells you that it is the time to move the ball to the key players in the team to create chances um, and, and create goal-scoring opportunities. My only thought about this, Baz, is John Lundstrom. John Lundstrom is on a hefty, hefty wage, and I would imagine mm-hmm. now shunts further down the pecking order. And if it came down to keeping Stephen Davis for another year and punting John Lundstrom, neither suspected John Lundstrom because I really like him, but I think the money that he's on, it could possibly be going elsewhere. Your thoughts on that, Bazbowski? My thoughts on Lundstrom. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying. I'm looking at some paperwork and I've got, I'm just I trying to see his name. Where is it? No, I'm trying to find out when's he, when's he uh, contracted. I don't know what deal he signed. I don't know how long he signed. How's his um, name on this bit of paper? Anyway, it's not important. I don't know. I mean, it's not very well saying we're going to get rid of players, and but it, it, teams need to come in for players. I mean, look at Barker. I mean, Barker's no doing anything, but he's still sitting there taking a wage. So it's all very well saying, you know, we're going to get rid of him or he needs to go. Play, teams need to come in for them first and foremost. Uh, but do you know what? I, I appreciate what Paul was saying there. Uh, you know, he, he gave a very honest answer about how he's not had a chance to, to look at uh, James Sands and that's very much in contrast to most of the podcasts that I've watched, right? Because see, see podcasts and bloggers and vloggers and all that. See, every time like the transfer window rolls in, it's like they act as if they've watched this guy his whole career, right? And and you watch these podcasts and it's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, he scored, he scored, I think five goals in twenty-one games, and you're like, mate, you just ripped that right off transfer market, yeah. <laughs> And all no, bad. I think you'll find I, I'm a big fan of the Guatemalan uh, League Two, and I've been watching it for 15 years. No, you know, mate. You stole it off fucking Google. Everybody else, right? So, Paul, oh, hats off to you for your for your honest answer there. I'm always but, honest. Um, but see, see, just to touch on uh, James Sands, there's two words that that really come up all the time when people talk about him. It's versatility and consistency. Now, we Nathan Parson. Can out obviously we're missing that you know backup in the uh, right back. I think you now, by the way, I got this off the internet. I, I, I you know, I don't know this. Uh, just, uh, right, finally, Baz is honest. <laughs> <laughs> the last day, uh, in fact, I wrote it, wrote it down. I can't find it. I think it was the last four or five games he's actually played it right back. Uh, no, he can play it right back, he can play uh, you know, a whole midfielder, but the, the, the past four or five games he's actually played right back, so we know he can play there. So maybe maybe Gio's looking at this as a as a sort of a backup for right back, but somebody that can also play centre back or holding midfielder. Now, one thing I would say since Nathan Patterson's up to his game, I would say Tav is up to his game because you always need that competition. No, try to bring try to bring somebody in and tell them. By the way, you're you're going to be playing right back, but you're going to be back up to Tavernier, who plays pretty much every single game. It's going to be kind of hard for somebody, you know, a, a quality player, T 
to sign, knowing that they're not going to get a game. So if you bring a player like uh, James Sanson, who's versatile and he can play everywhere, it gives it gives that push that he needs, but it also brings in a player that can play, you know, multiple positions. Totally, totally, and, and we need cover at right back at the minute, which he'll 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 provide. We need cover at centre half, as Derek alluded to, which he'll provide, um, and also <clears throat> we've seen. You know, Alfredo Morelos no start games this season because he needs a rest and Sakala going in or Roof going in or whatever. Same with Glenn Kamara. Glenn Kamara can make drop out and James Sands might go in. Sorry, Baz. Scott, did you see uh, that post I put on the, what's that group today? Regarding uh, New York uh, City FC have got a player called Alfredo Morelos. 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 And do you know the funny thing is, People have been saying that. People have been calling Alfredo Morelos that for four years. Uh, McCoy, Alan McCoy. Get, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo Alan Morales. <laughs> well, we've obviously apparently opened talks with... Um, in fact, before I go into that, it is a very special person's birthday today. It's Gio. Our own Gio. Gio. His, his son, Cal, it's his birthday day, and he's watching the podcast right now. So we'd just like to say happy birthday, Cal. You're a legend. Your dad's a legend, and happy birthday. I hope you've had a smashing day, and you've tanked him at the PS5 already. Yeah, and, and I, believe, I believe Paul has actually prepared a short poem. So I have. Wow. What are you, Paul? I, ha- I have, yeah. It's it's uh, it's it's not very, it's not very uh, sort of... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's not very sort of topical, but uh, it goes like this. It's not very short. It goes like this. <laughs> bear, 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 bear in mind, I live close to farmland. So, over there, there stood a coup. It must have moved because it's no there new. So, there you go. Inspirational. And, and, and by the way, your, your, dad said, your dad said you can have a beer. And a coup, Carl, because you come from Belfast, mate. So, a coup is a cow. Right, and no means no. Right, oh, no, it's for you coming there. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going to do the accent. I wasn't going to shame myself that much. Eight bag. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I think's dead funny? Right, see how we ought to be all be like Joe's accent and all that. Can you imagine we had an Indian guy in the podcast and we all started doing Indian oh, accents? We get, we get kicked. We get kicked off YouTube. But it's alright to take a piss out of Jews. Every week See, I go to Ginger Bags. This, <laughs> this is this is why I don't do it to do the accents to to Mick. You see. Oh, I mean, yeah, because you can't do it. One chooses not to. <laughs> um, I forgot now my total train of thought, and I had it in my head, and it's gone now. So I'm really, really apologise for that. Um, I was, oh, I know where it was gone. Was, apparently, we have open talks with John Suter. Um, there's talk about. Is it Olsen as well? Um, now, one thing I would say is for anybody watching this, and it's one what Baz was saying, right? if there's anybody watching this now that thinks that we can give some in-the-know information, that is never going to be the case. Because <laughs> we are not in-the-know. Right? You know where to go to get all that stuff. It ain't here. It certainly isn't here, like the Daily Record or the Sun or anything like that. It's probably guys like him. <laughs> But he doesn't tell us it because he's on the Rangers review and he's got to watch me staying, so he doesn't tell us it. Um, and 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 also the you know you hand hand do a cracking job at it for lads as you were saying earlier, Paul about the about the um, there's no bids for Morelos etc. I would believe that for what they say. Um, so 
you know, this is just totally us commenting on the speculation that you see on Twitter, which is what I say we don't do. <laughs> Fuel speculation. So, Derek, you don't need to let us know for definite, but John Souter, what numbers are he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I, there's a lot of talk about, I mean, there's been talk for weeks about John Souter and, and whether Rangers should uh, make a move for him. Um, I think it, it makes sense to um, bring him in. I know folk are maybe a bit concerned about his previous injury record, but on a Bosman, um, I think he's been the Hearts standout player this season. Of course, he's started playing for Scotland as well. I think he'd be I think it'd be folly for Rangers not to uh, consider him. So I think uh, it'd be a, he'd be a good acquisition if they can bring him in. I think um, I'm not too sure if you boys agree, but certainly the central defensive position. I know Calvin Bassey's been a revelation since Van Bronckhorst has come in, but you look out with that. If one of those him or Goldson gets injured, we've got the ongoing Goldson contract situation, which I'm not too sure what the what the end game is going to be with regards to that. But um, you need. You need to strengthen in that, in that area. Palander is still out. Hopefully, he'll be back for uh, the team coming back off the off the winter break. Um, but I'm not too sure. Um, Balogun, of course, he's been out for some time. So, Suter for me would be a, would be a cracking signing. But as I think, um, given that he knows the league, he's Scottish, he knows the club. Um, it's a free transfer. I, I think it's a no brainer for Rangers to sign John Suter if the opportunity comes. He's good enough to wear the jersey. Um, it'd certainly be as as Albert says here. It's a, a low risk, high reward signing, and it is really. You know, you're not you're not really going to be. We don't think be, be left with egg in your face with that. I think it'd be a great addition to the squad. Do you know what I think? So he knows the league pretty well. As I say, as you say, these he's had four call ups for Scotland. He, he has had issues with injuries in the past. Now, I mean. It's hard to say somebody's injury prone or somebody's just been unlucky with injuries. You know, there's a, a big difference there. I mean, he was he was fine right up to 2017, and then he was out in 2018 with a hip injury for two months. 2019, he was out for four months with ankle surgery. Then, unfortunately, he came back with that and had that horrible Achilles issue. He was out for almost a year. But uh, you know, he, he started 22 games out of a possible 24. He's missed two because he had an op. So he's looking particularly good. This season, and if like you say, if you get him on a Bosman, then it's a no-brainer, really, in it. So, uh, I think it'd be a good addition, and I, I, I really don't see see why not. To be honest, he's more as a season ticket holder. Ibrooks policies, that's always, um, always a bonus, isn't it? Like you come for it, come for Rangers background, so that'll so, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the only thing is, the only thing that see on the Goldson side of things, right. It's what I was alluding to earlier with Lindstrom with the money that he's on. See, Goldson, who's played near enough every game since he arrived at Ibrox, isn't he getting the same wage as somebody who's just walked in the door and who's not really kicked the ball for his... Maybe that's Goldson's issue. And, and whether we think that's right or wrong, I can see where Goldson's coming for there, you know, if he's not getting that contract. So maybe he's worth... Maybe he's, maybe he's thinking to himself, I could go and I could play in the Premier League. I might not play for a top club in the Premier League, but I could go down there and double my wages and play for a decent club. And and do well, and really, there's no there's there's no shame in that. I think that's where the sort of thing comes in is that I'm not saying it'd be a direct replacement for Goldson, be as good as Goldson, but it, it would certainly help in that regard. Yeah, I think um, I, I saw some stats today um, comparing Goldson to Suter. Suter actually, in this per, per thousand minutes played recently in the last last uh, last year, Suter's you know, numbers were off the chart 
head and above it, head and shoulders above uh, Goldson. But then again, Goldson's not under the same pressure weekly that the suitor is. Do you know what I mean? So that that that's you know it's, you, you take it with a pinch of salt, as they say. But no, I think I think the suitor it, it makes I say it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, speculate to accumulate, as they say. You know, yes. if if we keep if we keep Goldson, brilliant. If he goes, he goes with our best wishes, etc., etc. As long as they got a decent replacement, Balogun, I don't know his contracts up as well. I don't know if it's going to be renewed, um, but he's also complete right back. Um, so I, there's there's a there's a myriad of things. I think Simpson, we've talked about him, we've briefly chatted about him. I don't think he's a future at Rangers. I think he's going to have to go. He doesn't seem he doesn't seem up to pace. You know, you always sort of think, oh, well, you never know. He might come in, he might, he might come good. He really hasn't, and it's unfortunate for the boy. Uh, and of course, we've also been linked with. Um, uh, I'm, trying, I'm going to try and say the name here, Danilo uh, Doeki. Oh, the Vitesse boy. Yeah, I'm going to try and say it. Danilo Doeki. I think he's. Na- I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, he's the. Uh, he's 23 years of age. Um, he's the the captain at Vitesse, isn't he? Dutch. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. his his numbers are off the chart as well. Apart apart from his goal scoring exploits, I think he's got like 119 appearances across his entire professional career, and he's got one goal. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's what he double does. that back. It's, 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 it's what yeah. It's, it's what it does to keep them out. It's the most important. Yeah, keep the zero. Yeah, but he's he's already he's already been questioned on on this transfer this transfer speculation, and he's already said he would love to challenge himself uh, abroad, um, and he and he'd welcome the opportunity. Now, when we say we'd love to challenge ourselves abroad, like if it's a Scottish player and you think about going in the plane in the sunshine, you know, they say, I'd love to challenge myself abroad. Can't wait to go to fucking Dingwall. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking life. Yeah, mate. I'll tell you what. <laughs> mate, yeah, but, you're, but you're, you're still playing for the famous Glasgow Oh, Rangers. that's it, mate. The jersey, the jersey ones at the end of the day. But it's just, <laughs> just about fucking mental. Um, <laughs> Sweet Pete was asking, would Suter be a free contract if he signs? I believe what they're talking about, I would yes. be a free contract. Whether Rangers decide if they get him signed up in a free contract, whether they want to try and cut a deal with Hearts to get him early, I'm not sure if we need to do that. Given 50 grand. Time. 50 grand. <laughs> do you know the thing, though? See, see historically... Historically, Hearts have never made life easy for us when it comes to negotiations or contracts or anything like that. Since Anne Budge came in and uh, obviously uh, Levine, they will not be looking to do us any favours whatsoever. So I, I can't see them coming in coming in January. I know some clubs, you know, might be like, ah, do you know what, if you want to go there now, just go there now and we'll come to some arrangement. I don't think Hearts are that sort of club that would be willing to help us, particularly the, the fact that it's, it's one of their you know, top players. So no, see Mate, they're still going for third place as well, no. so you would need to compensate Hearts for that. To, yeah, to, you know, it's the same as if we were going to lose a player here um, above Nathan Patterson. You would say if they're critical to Champions League money coming in and winning 56, then you would have to, like the Dame with Goldson, you'd have to weigh up what's more valuable for the club, you know, letting the contract run down as with Dame with Goldson or um, punting them at the earliest opportunity and maybe weakening your squad. And I think Hearts are in that same situation at the minute and say they're trying to get third so um, that's it again on the, the defensive front Leon King signed a new deal this week which is huge because yeah. he could go down south for a development fee and we lose one of our brightest prospects uh, again uh, a bright prospect uh, for nothing really so we want to tie him doing as we've done and it falls into that Nathan Patterson thing if we can get him some first team exposure thinking about Stirling Albion maybe he won't play him Stirling Albion but certainly going forward those type of matches in the cup um, if we can get Leon King in, involved in that and 
you never know these boys might come in just like Nathan Patterson did we didn't need competition for Tavernier and we already had it sitting there probably the best competition we could ever have for James Tavernier um, you could have that with Leon King uh, with your centre half so again it's a great bit of business for the club a great bit of business for Ross Wilson and it just shows you that the academy is starting to be a football yeah, I think I saw I saw somebody today talking about this on the internet, and I was just like, "You've not got a fucking clue." And they basically said, "Oh, what's the point of him? What's the point of signing him for another two years? Bring him up to the first team because he's now he's now been moved into the first team squad, uh, only for him to sit on the bench and not get a game at all. That's not going to benefit the boy. It's not going to benefit the club. Actually, it will benefit the boy. He's a young lad. He's going to be playing with you know amongst the first team environment. It's it's, it's a complete different. It's a step change." And yeah. absolutely everything. It's only going to benefit them. And let's not let let's, let's right now you get Goldson who's there, who's an automatic first star. Hellander's injured. Balligan's injured. Something happens to Calvin Bassey. This boy can fucking step in. All of a sudden he's getting first team football. You know it benefits both parties really, really well. And obviously Van Bronckhorst wouldn't bring him into that position if he didn't see his abilities and the complete faith and trust in the boy. So. That, that that comment was just utter fucking nonsense. I think it's a great piece of business, and Ross Wilson's done really well there. And as you say, it also um, secures losing him for, for just a development fee. He's now he's now worth a transfer fee further down the line. So I think it's a win-win once again for both Leon King and the club. Yeah, totally. Baz, anything you want to add to that, mate, about Leon King? And you remember earlier I was looking at my paperwork and I couldn't find Lundstrom. Uh, Peter Dunbar messaged me with the information that I was looking for. So thanks, Peter. <laughs> so I need to, I need to keep Peter's WhatsApp page open at all times, man, because that dude is on the ball all the time. He knows his shit. So thanks very much for that. And I'm going to keep your page open during these podcasts. You can be like my ghostwriter. And he's no doing he's no doing notes now, Peter. He's just going to fucking listen I'm, to I'm you. Just in fact, you know what? I might just have the guy on the phone <laughs> just in, in my ear. Behind the, the camera. And, uh, <laughs> the second thing I noticed as well, Scott, that you've no fixed that chair. You said you were going to get some WD-40 on the That's chair. That's right, mate. Still Sorry. Uh, but as far as Leon King is concerned, 17-year-old centre-back extension to 2024. Good bit of business. Josh McPake, Derek down south, Tranmere, I think it is on loan. Um, yep. Another one that's got a wee bit of noise about his future. Um, good to. I think he signed a new deal, didn't he, Ross McPake? No, hundred percent sure. To be honest with you, I seen them. I seen them last season when, um, of course, I did the Bolton games down here. He was at Harrogate last season, uh, uh, and I spoke to the reporter that covers him, and he says he's good in flashes. He's got some nice touches, and he's just end product. Lets him down at times, and he's a bit raw. Um, I still think he's trying to learn the game. I think uh, loan loan deals down here will do him the world of good. Um, Alexa Tranmere, Tranmere, he'll, he'll learn a lot and. Uh, Mickey Mellon, of course, formerly at Dundee United, is a legend down at Tranmere. He'll, um, he'll, he'll, he'll learn a bit fr- from him. But um, it's, it's, I think he was at Morecambe before that. Am I right in thinking he was at a wee spell at Morecambe now? He's went to Tranmere. So um, for me, I know that there's a lot of talk of Stephen Kelly now possibly going out and loan. Um, I know he's had loan spells in Scotland. For, for me, I'd send them all the young boys down here because you learn so much, especially in down here and it's so competitive and League One, League Two, it's a great environment to, to learn your trade. So um hopefully it can it can develop even more at, at Tranmere. Uh, I'm not too sure how they're getting on in, in the league this season, but um 
The jury's out, I think, on, on Josh McPake. If he can make it at Rangers, I'm not too sure if that's the case. Like I said, I've seen him against Bolton uh, last year and he was okay. He wasn't a standout, but um, he's still a young boy. You need to remember that and he's still trying to learn his trade. So um, it's best for him, obviously, playing senior football for, for other clubs and loan and playing in the B team or whatever, with no disrespect, but it's, it's, it's much better than the, the Lowland League and, and that sort of stuff. The thing is, it's just Chris was saying here, Kamarnock went Kai Kennedy and Stephen Kelly on loan, apparently. I would tell them no, because Denny McInnes' brand of football will murder two football players. Um, and also, it's as well. Ah, yeah. it's championship Scotland, not interested. As Derek says, I think they go down south. I think they learn far more down there, um, and then they can come back. It's not just that, it's a living away. It's a living away as well. You're living away from right. home and growing up sort of thing, so... I think if only if only we had we knew somebody who who had an in say a decent English football team like say Bolton Wanderers who could put a word in <laughs> with the manager to get some of our B team players you know signed on loan and get them some valuable game time. Whether they need Stephen Kelly would be Bolton need a player like that at the moment. I tell you, well, he'd be COVID right enough. So um, uh, but I he'd 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 walk right into that Bolton team. So I'll have a word, Paul. Also. Sending the players down south means they can try and have a wee swatch at playing in front of crowds. It's the Canada in Scotland. So. <laughs> that's true. Sure, that's where Nathan might struggle at Goodison. He's going to be playing in front of fans. You know, these Rangers boys can't kind of play in front of supporters. Remember, even though they sit six clear at the top of the table, you know. But... <laughs> have you seen the? Have you seen the length of the, this loan deal? It's it's to May two thousand and twenty four. So it's a long. T- it's it's not just. Six months, to, you know, second half of the season. I mean, I know he's been to Dundee, you know, Carrigan and, and Morecambe, but this Tranmere deal, if a uh, transfermarket.co.uk is correct, uh, the contract expires on May 31st, 2024. So that's a, that's a long loan deal. Something big? Yes. I never knew that. I thought it was just the end of the season. I thought it was six months. That's mental. Maybe, maybe I'm, I mean, by the way, I'm, this is, this is uh, third time information. Off a website, I'm looking at it. So, if, if this is incorrect, then I apologize for talking shit. But are you just taking uh, stuff off Google now and then passing it off on a podcast? Totally, right? totally. <laughs> passing it off as if, passing it off as if, I, as if I was at the press conference. That, that's the way it's done, mate, in these podcasts. Well, I love it. Mate, I love it. We, we, will, we will not shame, name and shame, say podcasts that do that, but that's not the way we deal with things here, Mr. Bowski. Because, uh, because Derek, Derek, I was laughing, right? Because Derek, Derek was like, uh, hey, where was it? He was at the bone, he was at Harrogate. Right, and I've got it sitting written down, and I, I, that's the sort of thing I would do. So I'm like, where was he? He was at a, uh, he was at Dundee, Greenock, uh, where? Harrogate, I think Harrogate. Right. So, uh, I, so I was just looking online. Billy's uh, disputing it. Billy's disputing it. Trying to make the press release end of the season pass. Well, right, well, I, I, I stand corrected. Do you know what? Do you know what the wires might be crossed? That might actually be the end of his, his sort of contract. Uh, contract. Uh, and the, the wording of this is, is all right. So I apologise if I'm uh, talking to the lads. Mate, anyway, good, good speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anywhere else that you would like to see a strength in lads? Is there any players that maybe catch it? I mean, obviously. A right winger. Yeah. A right winger. There you go. A right winger. Who, who do we have in mind? Old Scott Olsen. Um, oh. I, I mean, I, there's, there's all sorts of stuff flying about that we bid five million from. It's been that, that's been uh, rubbish by the club. They said they've not put any bid in. Uh, Bologna saying he is available. 
um, but it's going to cost me seven and eight million. Um, having seen him play, seven to eight million pound, it might be a wee bit of a gamble, but it's a gamble. If I was a betting man, if I was, if I had the money, I, I would, I would take that chance because he's a, he's a decent prospect. He's what twenty two years of age, Danish international. That's Seventeen appearances and zero goals. Doesn't matter. It's what you set up, Baz. How much do they want? Seven, seven million or whatever. Aye. Right. I mean, How, I, I mean, I watched Bologna. I'm a guys, big fan of Bologna. How many, how many international appearances has uh, the Ryan Kent make before we bought him from the Liverpool B team? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't even for know seven, the guy's name before. We seven. Seen. Yeah, but yeah, because you were only chasing his brother Casper. But apart from Oof. that, we were all tied up with Casper, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> that was a dim dim moment. I, I per, pers- personally, personally. <laughs> Personally, I would like I haven't seen some stuff of uh Scrubbles and play. I would I would take a, take a chance on the boy. I don't know, I've not seen any of them. I'm no the Baz is a big Bologna fan and he takes it and just taps down and goes on a Bologna battle for the podcast. <laughs> Ciao Bella I'm not gonna say I've seen a lot. I don't I've only read bits and bobs and people say he's he's very highly rated and um, he would be a, a steal for us. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 are Rangers at the stage to splash out seven and eight million in, in January, Derek? Do you think? Well, they've got they've brought in a bit of money, of course, for the, the parts deal. But um, I think there's this money there, of of course. Whether they want to just splash it out on one player remains to be seen. Um, I think it's Scott Wright's jersey. They know that that right wing spot. I think the Yanis uh, Hadji experiment is. Well and tru- truly over. I don't. It doesn't work out there in the, the right hand side. Thank um, fuck Andy Bluebells is away. Fuck me, man. You <laughs> <laughs> would get eight mil in the morning. He's a yard short pace that way. <laughs> <laughs> fuck sake, man. <laughs> I think he's better in one, but he's unfortunate in that sense. As I've said before, that he's got Joe Rebo sat in there ahead of him, Aye. who's just the best player we've got this he's season. Not, he's not. He's not. He's not had a good season, Hadji. That, that this season is. There's no doubt about. It. He's not been at his best, but um, for me, Scott Wright, I like to see him do well. I like to see him push on and come back for the winter break. I think. Done well, I think he came on as a sub at half time, didn't he? Against uh, was it Dundee United? Thought he changed the game, then he uh, managed a match against uh, was it St Johnston? Um, so for me, I'd like to see him do well, but I think they need to strengthen in that area. Um, I think he's he's in, I think we all agree he's end product sometimes lets him down, Scott, right? But in terms of going forward, pace and all that, he's got it all there going for him, so um, hopefully, he's he's the answer out there. I think there's a lot of good young players in Scotland as well that a lot of people will, will, will put forward and say that it should be the kind of player we go for. The problem is, is, as the song says, no one likes us, we don't care. So the problem is they will hoard us to ransom for any sort of talent that is tied down in, in a contract. A lot of people saying Ramsey, for Aberdeen, things like that. Mm. Um, which, of course, as a, as a smashing player for what we've seen him so far, potential, raw potential, but like Scott Wright in that sense that we know he can, if he can realise that, present, that potential at a club like Rangers, then you're on to a winner. For me, it only really works if you get the Scott Wright sort of situation and John Suter coming into their last months of their contract and being able to get them on a freebie. And it's that's why I, I put forward the whole, the Rangers pay the money and get them a wee bit early. Gerard liked that model, bed them in ahead of next season. Gerard liked that, it worked. You know, Scott Wright, okay, he was a bit slower this year, but I feel as though Scott Wright has been unfortunate not to get uh, more minutes in a Rangers jersey this year. He took his chance against St Mern. I would agree with you, Derek, it's his jersey to lose uh, going forward. Um, 
But I don't know what it. Hadji's another one that, as, as Derek says about Hadji, Hadji's another one that we could probably punt for millions and millions because his name. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So if, if again, these are players that I think we can replace in the summer, if we hold on to them in the summer and, and they have a, a good second half of the season, we win the league, um, we can we can punt guys like that and get a fair profit on them and then you know reinvest in the squad, which has to be um, our, our model. So... I don't know. Who are the players that suit a contract? Who would you like to see stay? Because obviously John McLaughlin, Stephen Davis, Connor Goldson, is Brandon Scott Scotty Arfield's another one, that's right. Um, there's a few there that have been big players for it. So yeah. Alan McGregor, you know, Defoe, like yeah, Arfield, Davis. I think I, I think Arfield is certainly is certainly yeah. There should be discussions around extending his contract. I think Definitely. he's benefited for the, the managerial change, hasn't he? I think he's been there. And fair play to him. He's fought his way back. I think at the start of this season, folk were thinking he may be a bit part player this season, um, especially with Lundstrom coming in. But he's 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 really forced his way back into the, back into the team. He's one of the, the first names on the team sheet these days. So, um, yeah, I think he'd be up there in terms of trying to get a new deal, new, deals, right. new deal sorted. Yeah, Shagger as well. Keep him... McLaughlin, I keep as well. I keep, I keep, I keep both goalkeepers. If I'm being honest with you, providing uh, uh, an old seriousness, providing McGregor feels he's up, feels he's up to it. You know what I mean? Because he's 40 in a couple of weeks. In fact, I think he's 40 next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he feels up to it, keep him because he's been, he's been, he's still playing at a top level. Um, whether McLaughlin would be happy to still sit in as a as a number two and, and keep him as well. Um, but uh, with you, Arfield as well. Um, I think it pains me to say it, but I think uh, Defoe's time is done. I think he'll be away. Um, uh, Barker, obviously, he's just he's you know, not even near the squad. Do you and keep Andy Firth? Yes, but it's social media duties only. Um, I'll take his job. I'll take his role. I'll take money. I'm a great right. laugh in the dressing room. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm probably a better keeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gold, Goldson, you got Goldson and Balag in a duo up and say, I said, Davis, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's lots, there's, there's a few people away or could be going away. I think, I don't know. I think with that Sands coming in, it probably pushes Davis down the pecking order a wee bit more. As much as it pains me to say, I think it does. I don't, I'm not sure Gio. Sees a future for them, unless he's unless he's, he's going to move him into a coaching role, which I, I can't see happening either. I think I think Davis could see, be in twilight of his career. Yeah, this this could be him done. See the thing is, but Scott Scotty Arfield, John McLaughlin, and Shagger. If he wants to stay, the rest will be going, and that includes Steve Davis, unfortunately, because he's yeah. not really featured this much. Uh, I love the guy. You know, he's Rolls Royce, as we all say. You know, he's done amazing things at the club. I just don't see him getting his contract renewed. He's sadly featured this season, which is a shame mm-hmm. because we all love the guy. So, you know, you need to be fucking totally ruthless, at, at, you know. Got to be, mate. In terms of, so, so, I can see John McLaughlin getting offered another contract. Uh, Scotty Arfield, Shagger, if he wants. The rest, I mean, Balligan's 33, Goldson's away, Andy Firth will be gone. Stephen Davis is 36. Uh, Brandon Barker, to mean before, will be gone as well, so... As much as we love them. I mean, if it was up to me, Andy Halliday would still be at Rangers. You know what I mean? That's why I'm not the manager. The thing is, Defoe's on, Defoe's on big money. I think if Defoe was to go with this window, then, as you know, I think that would release a lot of cash for wages for other players potentially coming see in. Steve, see with Steve Davis. 
it's the thing is with Steve Davis is <clears throat> at Rangers NBA. We should, yeah, NBA. get it right. <laughs> at Rangers, we shouldn't Aye. really be. Do you know the funny thing? See when you put Steve Davis into like Google, you know he's Steve Davis MBE, but Aye. you sometimes get the snooker player, but he's got an OBE. <laughs> so you need to watch. <laughs> you need to make sure you get the right honour. <laughs> he's just in that position that he plays. I, I don't know if we should be relying on somebody of his age to play week in, week out the way we were, and I think that's where a lot of. And it's no disrespect to Stephen Davis because he's a smashing player. And if he was willing to stay on in some sort of coaching capacity, I think it would be great. You know, with the youth team or something like that, I think it would be great. It would be a wonderful experience and allow him to start his coaching because I, th- I think we'd all love that. Um, in terms of McGregor, I think, um, I don't know if it was Calvin um, in the chat who had a, a great point. If Calvin Bennett, he says, if uh, it'll be some bender that Shagger goes on for his 40th, we might not get him back. We might not get him back. He might be away somewhere lying in a skip. My knees are gone. <laughs> so, so I don't, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. So I'm not sure what happens. But McGregor's different. McGregor's a goalkeeper. Getting him at 40 and still keep him there, I think, would be great. I also think we have a safe pair of hands in John McLaughlin if Alan McGregor does decide it's time to call it a day. Um, I would have no qualms with John McLaughlin being our number one goalkeeper and, and signing somebody else's backup um, to John. Or you've, you've obviously got um, the, the, the boy there, the McCrory, um, who impressed in the old film game and, and the European tie. So I think we've got already made kind of two goalkeepers there, if you like. Maybe need another one for the joker duties like Andy Firth does. But um, as I say, I'll pay that I mean, for half the price. Is, Zand, is Zander Clark not a contract at the end of the season? He is. I mean, he is, but we might need to find might need to fight Aberdeen for him. Nah, but Aberdeen can have him in, I'm not interested. <laughs> I like the guy. I like the guy. He's got a crack and good and all that, but I'm not really interested in fighting for nah, him. No, I don't think he's worth a, a fight. He's, I put it that way. I think he's a good goalkeeper. He's got a but... cracking beard. He does, to be fair. He's, yeah, he's, you know, it's... It's a decent beard, isn't it? Did you nah. uh, did you see the one? <laughs> like, Rangers are playing Aberdeen, right? Somebody took a shot for like 50 yards and he stood to take it nice and easy and it bounced off his chest. And he fucked it, and it bounced about fifty feet up in the air, and then he caught it and put it underneath his arm, as if he meant it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, look, mate, we know you, you, we know you never meant that. I mean, you know what I mean? Your beard your eyes. I thought you were going to say he caught it in his beard at the end there, but no, no. He <laughs> pretty much did. I mean, he had the had the arm, had the ball under his arm, so it was pretty and do much the, do in this. Where's that ball? Oh, it's in his beard. <laughs> it's a, a breaking hedge all over again. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's anything else, guys, you want to bring up, or we'll maybe wrap it up there. Is there anything? I've got one. I've got one question, just to throw in a little controversy. Right? Obviously, uh, Calvin Bassey's moved into the sort of centre back position. Uh, Borna Barisic has been rumoured ridiculous fucking uh, offers in for Borna Barisic, right? The Croatian throwback for fuck's sake. If, if hypothetically a, a decent offer, and I'm talking double figures, come in for Borna Barisic, Calvin Bassi would be your number one left back. What's your opinions on, is it Josh Doig at Hibbs left back, 19 year old? What's your, what's your, what's your opinion mate, on that point? Mate, I said last season I would take him right now. Yep. That's a player with raw potential. Is it Doig or Doig? I know they've got a Doig and a Doig. Doig. Doig plays midfield. That's a striker. Up front. So I would definitely, I I would sign Josh Doig if we can. Again, it comes into that argument of they will hold us to ransom, especially that mob and they'll bring out a DVD (laughs) when they don't 
then they don't sell it to us and they sell it to Celtic or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the Scott <laughs> Allen. Um, so, you know, the highlighted seasons and stuff. So, um, I, I would love to sign him. I think he's a great player. I think he's a... His only problem with the Scotland squad is he's got Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney who are obviously the first choice left-backs. Um, whereas Nathan's got a wee bit maybe a clearer path in the Scotland team um, to get in it right back because he's only got that Diddy Stephen O'Donnell um, in front of him who's no very good. No, there's, there's nobody in front of him now. That's not <laughs> there's no, there's in front of him, but he's the person who would stand in his way for actually getting the starting jersey. So as if you look at the left hand side, that boy's got a earlier task to move. Yeah. You know, a Scotland captain and Liverpool current left back and it's, it's, the boys it's, play it's, for Arsenal. It's, it's, I mean, out with square sausage, full backs is the greatest thing Scotland's given the world. <laughs> I, know, I know it's shite, man. It's shite if you're a fullback in Scotland because you're just you're just fucked, aren't you? Really, you know? <laughs> we 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 can't get a decent striker. We're going to go down south and poach one for England, you know, and Shea Adams. But you know, left backs and right backs, especially left backs, are coming out with ears, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but aye, Derek, would you take him? Well, absolutely. I think he's uh, one of the best players in Scotland out with the old firm. I think, but like you say, Hibs are, and quite rightly, we'll. we'll um, play hardball. Um, I think to any club that tries to tries to take him because he's one of the star players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right, good talent. I remember uh, Rangers played Tibbs last season at Ibrooks and Patterson came up went up against him, didn't he? And I think Stephen Gerrard commented after the game about the he just enjoyed watching them uh, compete against each other. So um, yeah, Rangers should be looking at boys like that. And but uh, if they were to sign him this January, which I don't think they will. Um, I don't think Bonabarisic is going anywhere. Um, then they should expect to pay big money for him. But um, certainly, we want to keep an eye on potentially in the summer. Perhaps um, you're talking what you, Hibs will be wanting about four million pounds or something like that, and yeah. there or thereabouts for him. You'd imagine. I mean, he's, he's nineteen year old and he's he's, he's under contract to two thousand and twenty five. So it's not as if he's he's only got a year or whatever left. You know, he's there yeah, for a while. Yeah, so um, somebody said he's just signing a new four-year deal. I have. My balance is what twenty-eight, twenty-nine now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so anyway, just as McNeil says there, Paul, before you say that, who's that balance? Doig has not got a beard because he's not old enough to grow one. Ah, yeah, exactly. So, um, no, I think, and I think, uh, balance is what twenty-nine now. So I think anything north of say ten million pound is for somebody with the latest contract he's got left and his age. I think I'd be in our position. I'd have a pretty decent return. Mm-hmm. Not not two million what for for fuck's sake. What do you what you, you want a loan for a day? <laughs> I ran yeah, he's lost the fucking plot there, hasn't he? But me. he really has, he's lost his marbles. I mean, I should, I should say he's he's he's, he's, a, he's a first choice creation fucking left back. I will give you two million for him. Well, but yeah, yeah, come back when you're fucking lucid. By the way, last point and WDB here has made a cracking point. Can you see more City group players coming in like Sands with Geo's connections at Man City? I think that's something that we may explore, by the way. Because you look New York, City. Yeah, De Bruyne coming in. Well, mate, I don't know if he'd be able to dislodge Glenn Camaro out of the team in that, you know, and then <laughs> and the likes of Scott Arfield. But I'm sure he would get a good going training, you know. But I'm willing, I'm willing to see that experiment. His summer game know. is not on point. So fuck him. I don't know because um, uh, Peter Lowell's son. Was working at Man City as part of part of their scouting network recruitment team or something. So Lowell's son is part of the the Man City setup. So I can't really see he's having any luck. In that I respect. thought 
I thought that towards the end of the podcast that we do live, that we would start to do a like ridiculous take from the week, right? And I think this would be the perfect week to start it, given the Nathan Patterson furor, if you like, run that, and, and how people can accept that Rangers have decent players who will go for decent money. Um, we heard this week that Rangers were basically playing. Remember when you were younger and you played Champman and that, and you used to, if you were wanting to sign people and you had no money, you would go, like, for instance, to put it into today's teams, you would go Man City or Newcastle and you would bid 200 million for Andy Firth, right? And that got your club 200 million to be able to spend in the transfer market and fund a revolution, a virtual football revolution, right? That's what you used to do when you were younger, right? That's basically what we've been accused of because we've been accused of going into bed with the SFA, right? Which, when you think about that in itself, is a ludicrous statement alone, right? That we've been into bed with the SFA, right? And then went and pulled the wool over Everton's eyes. So Steve Clark and Stephen Gerrard at the time have got together and said, listen, Steve, you need to play Nathan Patterson for Scotland because Rangers need to sell him in, a, in January just to keep the lights on. Okay? So you need to play him so that his value goes up. And Steve Clark, the well-known Celtic fan who hates his bye-bye Rangers, all that stuff, has went, Stephen, I'll do that for you and your club, not a problem, mate. I will help you get to the end of the season where you will live 56, not a problem. Um, and, and we'll see what happens in January. Then they went to Rafa Benitez, who signed a lot of big players in the world, you know, for a lot of millions and millions of pounds. And they've said to him, Rafa, this kid here, by the way, is well worth the 16 million that you're wanting to pay. Um, so we're, we're actually willing to offer you that right now at that price. It'll be a cut price. And Rafa's went, I need borrow, great, let's take it. We'll take it. And what Gio and Ross Wilson sitting there and sitting in the background like Muttley, we've been accused of this, by the way. They were in cahoots with the SFA. Have I been and... fun <laughs> That's the I've church water. The coffee. We kind of keep any secrets nowadays, man. There's a fucking Goodness, inside that did, did you hear the one about the what was the one about the pies as well, right? We got a home throw in the Scottish Cup. I can't remember who we were playing, right? And it was like they knew they were getting a home draw because somebody in catering who I know told me that they ordered four thousand pies five days before the draw even took place because right, they yeah. knew they were playing at home. So we offered five thousand pies. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't a hot ball; it was a hot pie. The pool with Rangers fucking thing. I love it, man. I, Rangers. Sorry, it's, it's like they should, they should fucking write films or something like. Jakey Rowland couldn't have an imagination like this. You know what I mean? Like they're stealing water off a chuck. What the fuck are you talking about? They're stealing water. They they, they rerouted a pipe. And stole what? Half a church. Well, I'm sure I've seen. I'm sure I've seen anyone but uh, anyone but Celtic Two is coming out. So it oh, should be too long oh. to wait. Oh, the blockbuster! That you, <laughs> you oh, see, starring Rafa Benitez, the Mason, Steve Clark, <laughs> the Mason. Reckon everybody's a Mason. Do you know what I mean? It's just, a, it's just fucking ridiculous. I mean, how 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 mentally disturbed do you have to be to go down this route continuously? I mean, I've, you know I've said, I, I think I said earlier on, 56, 55 has broken some people, but the sale of Patterson, et cetera, has just escalated beyond belief. They, they are completely deluded. I mean, they had free reign for the best part of nine or 10 years. They won everything going 
absolutely everything going quadruple treble to a point. Um, the asterisk years, um, but and then they come and go, Oh, we lost a title, yeah, fucking Masons, you know, referee bastards. It's a conspiracy. Anyone who sells it, right? See, the thing is, where do the fuck, where do these people think the Masons meet? Murrayfield, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) There's that many Masons, like, where where the fuck are they meeting? You know what I mean? Hamden, Murrayfield, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) You don't know how high this goes by, so I'm telling you. In all seriousness, it's absolutely mental. These people need to seek psychological help because they are fucking warped. There's something, de- there's something if, wrong with them. If anybody's watching, don't seek help. Keep doing what you're doing. Please, just keep well, yeah, because, because it's, it's a constant source of humour for us. But at the same time, I do worry about you. So, so, so do seek help. But if you don't want to, then just keep the laughs coming because you're fucking mental. We're finishing on this. I have been to the store in the house again. It's Paul on the same subject. Yes, he is, Cory Munchkin. My thanks to Paul at Sea. So it's so, so, fuck, fuck it, I quit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, no, th- thank you for having me. I, I, I'll just like to take this next what five minutes just to to uh, pen my gratitude to everybody for watching. So, buckle in, folks. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very for watching, and thank you, Baz, for being such a wonderfully charming co-host with me as well. And Derek, obviously, love you, mate. The wine's well, kicking in. <laughs> thanks to Derek Clark also for, for joining us this evening, mate. It's always wonderful to talk to you. Um, I'm glad to have you back on the pod, mate. Uh, cheers, lads. Thanks for that. Enjoyed it. Yes, mate. Um, and Baz Bowski, wonderful to see you back on the pod, mate. Enjoyed the, f- the few wee podcasts that have not been on, and you and Paul have kind of held yeah, the yeah, fort. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on. Uh, go, go, carry on. Oh, oh yeah. The Albion in America. Yes, sorry. The link is... 2012 Rangers played still in Albion, and on that same day, I got a tweet back for Hulk Hogan. That's a great story. <laughs> That's how we shot up Paul at Seas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, we'll see you next week for well, that'll be the last one before the football returns. Am I right? Nobody knows. Um, Rangers obviously taking money out of our account when we don't know if we'll be back in the game, back in the stadium. Crafty buggers, but we need to pay for that water and coffee some way, I suppose. And I suppose the SFA will be due their fee for their their corruption ways. So yeah. thanks everybody for <laughs> thanks to everybody for joining us this evening. Who've watched and contributed to the chat. It's been great to see everybody again. We'll see you all next week. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red faucet, it's beautiful, it's steeped in history. And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive. I got that battle fever coming over me. And I got butterflies and hurricanes shaking my body. Battle fever coming over me. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.